Hey guys, this is Des, and you're listening to the Vibrant Woman Podcast. I hope that you guys have been having a great um, last two weeks. Um, I think I'm gonna go about, you know, skipping a week. I think that's that's the new pattern. (laughs) Um, So, you know, this episode is gonna be about motherhood. You know, it's gonna be about just like, you know, the trials and tribulations that we go through as mothers and you know, some people don't, you know, don't understand, you know, they either don't have kids or um, their kids are, like, grown and they just don't remember how things were before. <laughs> um, for me, um, I have a, uh, my son is going to be one in April and my daughter is also going to be six in April and their birthdays are a day apart, so lucky me. <laughs> Some people say it's, like, good, and then other people say it's, like, oh my god, that's horrible, but I don't know, I kind of, I I love making birthdays a big deal, so for me, I think it's a good, I think it's exciting. I mean, for them, they're probably like, oh, like, we're gonna always have to share birthdays for the rest of our lives, but I plan to always make it special for them, even as they get older, like, um, you know, I'll go based on their interests, on what they want to do the one tradition that i want to keep is like making sure that one day in the week they celebrate together no matter what no matter like they're like you know much older have their own families like everybody they they need to celebrate together if i'm like gone they still need to like celebrate together (laughs) so um that's something that i'm definitely going to um encourage for them i want them to stay close um they are five years apart but you know i just i think that it's important for them to stay to protect each other you know um i kind of, i'm kind of just gonna talk about like just all types of different things that you know we go through as mothers like you know mom guilt mom guilt's a really big one and if you're listening to this and you know you suffer from a lot of mom guilt like me um i feel for you it's so hard sometimes when you know you're having like a really bad day but then you gotta put everything aside because at the end of the day you know you want to make sure your kids are good or you know sometimes i know i mentioned this in a previous episode like sometimes i'll wake up and um well in the beginning when i just had a johnny um my my daughter was on was online was doing online school she still is she's doing online school and you know my my son's a newborn and you know i'm making sure she's online in the morning and then you know have to tend to him and at the time i was breastfeeding so you know i'm just making sure he's he's fed making sure she's good and then like i'll forget to like wash my face and brush my teeth for the entire day and like you know to to people who don't have kids or people who never maybe didn't experience this as a mom they're like what the hell how did you forget to brush your teeth but like sometimes i'll like forget to use the washroom and like i'll have to pee like the entire day and then i'll completely forget because i'm so wrapped up in i'm either like sleep deprived i'm i'm wrapped up in making sure my daughter needs to eat something so i'm in the kitchen getting her something to eat and then you know every two to three hours i gotta make sure i'm eating something to make sure my son can can breastfeed but then you know i might get i might doze off on the couch while my while my son's asleep and she's doing school and then 
I'll forget to eat for like hours. And then I'm like, why, why don't I have enough milk? Oh, cause I didn't drink any water or, oh, I didn't eat anything. So there's just so many things that could happen. And I find that like, yeah, pregnancy, depending on, you know, the type of pregnancy you've had, you know, it could be a great pregnancy you've had. It could be a really bad pregnancy, but honestly, I feel like the most difficult part is postpartum because you're like your whole entire body is recovering from so much trauma and i don't say trauma in a bad way it's just that you pushed out a human being (laughs) whether you had a c-section whether you had a vaginal birth you brought forth a child and your body has gone through so much and women our bodies are are like we're fortresses we are we have so much strength and I think it's really important for us to understand that and remember that we go through so many changes and if anybody wants to get on you for your your mood screw them (laughs) you're going through so many changes you know um i'll give you an example my third trimester was pretty bad with my um, my second pregnancy and um after i had my my son me and my uh my husband got into an argument and he he said to me he basically said that I was a bitch for my entire like third trimester and I'm not trying to bash him this is just an argument we had and he was also going through a lot it was COVID it's still COVID but at the time it was the height of COVID and like it was just hectic so you know everyone's stuck in the house everyone's going through a lot you know emotions are running high so you know we got into an argument obviously and I'm sure that's happened to a lot of you and you know he basically called me a bitch for like that last third trimester and I always remember like throughout my whole pre- my pregnancy I kept asking him like am I being bitchy you know just let me know like I'm trying really hard not to be in a bad mood but like I'm just in so much pain I'm either really emotional or like he was a pretty big kid he was eight pounds nine ounces so and I'm like five one <laughs> so you can imagine you know the difference and I was huge like my stomach was my belly was hanging and I could hardly walk. I had to go on mat leave early. It was pretty bad. So, you know, I was I was going through a lot of emotions. I was also in school. Um, and it was it was very, very hard. It was a hard time for me. Um and yeah, I guess, you know, the thing like I might just snap or something or like you know my daughter being home i'm not used to my daughter being home with me you know um usually i'm at work all day and i would only see her for like two hours i'd see her in the morning and then see her for two hours before she goes to sleep so that's how it was before covid hit and before i got pregnant again so you know her being home i'm you know recognizing all of these different like this whole whole different personality that i had to get used to and i'm sure like a lot of you can relate to that having your older kids home with you from school um it was it's a big adjustment and it was extremely difficult because you know half the time you're alone and it was hard it was really hard um so yeah you know i made sure to communicate that with him but he failed to let me know exactly how he was feeling at the time and then he blew up on me and it's an it's it's understandable you know i i totally understand like how he felt he was like a gem through my whole pregnancy he made sure i had everything i needed even postpartum i ended up um after my um 
after the birth of my son um, my placenta ended up getting stuck inside of me so that was pretty traumatic because they literally had to shove their way inside of me to like pull like yank it out and um like if they don't get it out within the first 30 minutes it causes a lot of complications and um i believe it can lead, lead to death as well so it was pretty scary um and then um he uh what happened sorry lost my train of thought um so yeah so you know i i my plans my placenta got stuck and then i um i had to end up getting like at least one stitch a vulva stitch um sorry i had a vulva tear <laughs> and i got a stitch in my vulva sorry very descriptive maybe too much information but this is what this podcast is all about i you know share my experiences with you guys and hopefully you guys can relate to me so you know these are just this is just something that mothers go through <laughs> um and i know about you know the tears my tear was like nothing compared to other women like i if you're listening to this and you had a tear from front to back i salute you i hope that you are healing from that i it, it i couldn't imagine i honestly couldn't imagine um even postpartum i ended up getting a hemorrhoid um because i was constipated through like pretty much my entire third trimester so i ended up getting a hemorrhoid and that was like that was crazy like it was so painful it was so uncomfortable i had to end up sitting on like this donut thing it's like this inflatable like donut seat and i, I couldn't sit properly for the longest time um probably for about like three weeks or so so i had to treat it i had to get medication for it um and those of you that have hemorrhoids um it's and those of you that haven't actually it's like this basically it's like a hard bump um in uh basically on uh either inside of your bum or like the outer part of your bum um so it hurts to you know pass stools it it just hurts to sit down it hurts it just it's uncomfortable um so yeah so you know there's a lot of things postpartum i went through you know struggling to breastfeed because i didn't get a chance to really breastfeed my daughter she didn't latch and the mom guilt hit me you know i really wanted to breastfeed and i had a lot of people around me telling me like don't put too much pressure on yourself but as a first time mom you want to do what's best for your child and you put so much pressure on yourself to want to give them the best of the best and unfortunately i was only able to breastfeed her for a month and then it just wasn't working out um she the good thing was she got colostrum <laughs> but um that is the that is the substance that comes out before the milk actually starts coming in so it's a very vital part of for the baby's um development so i'm happy that she was at least able to get that but i was very sad that i wasn't able to breastfeed um but she's a very healthy girl she's sick she's gonna be six she has no allergies she has a very strong immune system she's she's great so um yeah you know those are the types of things i went through um and then with my second one i was able to breastfeed but it took a while to like you know we got we had to get to know each other you know and it was it was hard um because he kept putting his hands in front of his face because that's what he's so used to doing in the womb that's what every baby does you know so you know he's crying but he's putting his hands in his face i'm trying to move his hands and trying to get him to latch and it was very very difficult and it was so painful when people tell you that breastfeeding is not supposed to hurt 
it's a lie it hurts it hurts like hell for like the first bit and then you start to get used to it as they as they continue to breastfeed like it's there could be some women who maybe it didn't hurt for them but let's let i'm gonna keep it real it hurts and other when other mothers have told me it hurts too so those of you that haven't had a painful like breastfeeding experience i i salute you i am in all of you because it's it's the most painful thing in the world <laughs> um so i stuck through it and honestly like my husband's always rooting for me but he really thought i was gonna give up because i used to scream to the top of my lungs because my breasts were so tender and i had to use nipple butter and i had to soak my breasts with hot with a hot compress and it was just a lot it was a lot um in the beginning and then you know eventually you know he got used to it and i got used to it and you know i was able to do all types of things while breastfeeding um eating and you know writing down things and i, I even baked um while breastfeeding you know so um it was it was an interesting experience and i'm happy that i was able to do it um because it was something i always wanted to do and i achieved it and i, I feel very accomplished excuse me sorry <laughs> um so i i ended up breastfeeding for eight months um and that was a decision i made because i knew that i'm, I'm such a busybody and me breastfeeding now, i couldn't imagine breastfeeding now i'm not bashing anybody who still breastfeeds up until you know 11 12 13 14 months whatever you want to do like that's your choice i just personally thought it was best for me to stop at eight months and it was great because i started giving him bottles at four weeks um so he was already used to the bottle by the time i was able to wean him off um so it was a very 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 easy transition for me um i started giving him formula once a day at i believe four months four or five months um and that was extremely helpful as well because he was already used to everything like he he just took the bottle instantly so it was very very easy for me to do that and the like the thing that worked the best was the fact that i started feeding giving him a bottle with breast milk inside of it at four weeks at like at least once a day and then at four months i decided to start giving him formula um with, along with breast milk so it was a very 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 easy transition so i mean if you're pregnant if you're listening to this and you're pregnant and that's something that you're thinking of doing in your mind you don't want to breastfeed for that long you can definitely do that it really helps hopefully your child is um able to take the, the the bottle sometimes babies just don't want the bottle at all they just want the breast milk and that's totally okay if you are willing to you know go through that that's entirely on you and i would never bash i would never this is this podcast is not mom shaming any any mom you guys are entitled to do whatever it is that you want to do i did things a little different i did things a little unorthodox um a lot of people you know were kind of against little things that i did and the the thing is whatever works for you keep doing it you know as long as you're not you know harming your child in any way and it's a th something that works for you and keep doing it you know when i was you know um struggling with the breastfeeding i've i had people discouraging me and just saying like oh you know maybe you should just like leave it alone and just give them a bottle with the formula i was like no i'm gonna keep trying this is something that i want to do and when i put my mind to something i i need to accomplish it and that's just how i am and how i've always been 
um I can't just give up and there were so many days that I wanted to trust me so many days I'm just like why am I even doing this what's the point but at the end of the day it was an experience that I wanted to have with him um and you know they always say like oh you have a closer bond with your baby if you breastfeed both of my children are mama's children <laughs> and I'm not being biased my husband will say the same thing He'll, he calls them mama's kids that's what he calls them he's like does does is doing everything i'm just here that's that's his quote and one of these days i'll get him on the podcast and we'll have a conversation about the kids and i'm sure he will slip that in somewhere um i have a really good relationship with my daughter i am very strict with her but i have a very good relationship with her she can come to me with for anything um anytime she's feeling upset I'm sure I mentioned this in my previous episodes about, you know, how I communicate with her. Not in detail, but I know I remember saying, like, you know, I make sure she knows that she can come to me no matter what. Even if I'm upset with her, she can still talk to me, you know. Um, I still try to make that open. And, you know, as young as she is, she has a really good understanding of, like, emotions and, you know, um, understanding, like, how, how other people feel about certain things. She's very empathetic, so... I try to encourage that even more now because I see that she has an understanding for it. Um, so yeah, me and her have a great relationship and I didn't breastfeed her. I only breastfeed her for a month and I thought we were going to have the worst relationship. I really did, but so far so good. <laughs> Obviously, you know, there's teenage years, so we'll see how that goes. But at the end of the day, even if we fight, she can, she knows for a fact she, we, she can always come to me for anything. So I'm prepared for those teenage years. I'm prepared for, you know, oh my God, like, mom, stop. And like, I'm totally prepared for that. Kids go through phases and that's just something that happens. And I'm okay with that. And I'm willing to take it head on because I'm I'm their mom. (laughs) There's nothing I can do about that. I'm not going to completely dismiss it and ignore them. No way. You know, um, I actually just saw a post that said, if you're worried about being a good mom, that means you're a good mom you know and it, it kind of like resonated with me because i i in the beginning when i just had the two of them i had no idea what i was doing i was like how am i going to deal with this little girl at home all day with me plus this other child that is just getting to know all of us how am i going to do this i am petrified how am i going to do this you know with the pandemic and you know my no no um nobody was able to come over you know i didn't leave the house for a month like it was just insane you know and i know that a lot of moms can relate to that because you know that triggers a lot of postpartum depression and you know anxiety and stuff like that and i found myself with a lot of anxiety um not so much postpartum i know i probably had the baby blues but not postpartum i had definitely had postpartum with my first um and I have a history of depression, so that's just something that kind of, kind of, it kind of just comes along with it. Um, it's more than likely you would you would suffer from it because you've had depression in the or you suffer from depression already. Um, so it's just something that kind of comes with it. I really did try my best to um, get through, um, you know, try to be positive when it came to it. Um, I I suffered from a lot of panic attacks um, when I first had her. Um, and now I know how to control them. Um, so when I did have my, my second, it was a little easier for me to deal with my anxiety and my depression. I just kind of took some time to myself when things started to ease up. I, you know, I'd take a drive and, you know, maybe just pop my head out the door and get some fresh air. Um, if I felt overwhelmed. Um, so, you know, just little things like that. 
and I can definitely do like an episode on you know tips and tricks for um, dealing with anxiety because I've, I've been dealing with it for a long time and you know there's a lot of little things that I do to kind of relieve it so um, I can definitely do an episode on that I'll probably do that for the next one um, so yeah you know being a mom is one of the most amazing jobs in the world and then it can also be one of the hardest jobs and if you are someone who is a mother and you're struggling no matter how old your children are i feel for you and there's nothing wrong with you and you're doing an amazing job always remember that because it is so hard you know you're you're dealing with your own you're dealing with your personality most for 90% of the time you know and you're dealing with a mini version of you and then you wonder how the hell did your parents deal with it <laughs> you know um it's it's so interesting to see how my daughter does certain things um there's a lot of things that you know we have a lot of similarities but a lot of things i don't understand about her and i'll admit that straight on like head on like there's a lot of things i don't understand a lot of things i'm still not going to understand about her um a lot of things that frustrate me about her and i'm sure there's a lot of things that frustrate her frustrate her about me you know I'm her mom i'm always gonna frustrate her <laughs> that's just my job and i tell her that i'm allowed to be mad at you you're allowed to be mad at me um you're you're allowed to be frustrated with me you're allowed to be angry and that's okay um just as long as you still have respect for me at the end of the day and you don't disrespect me in any way shape or form and obviously that's gonna come about but always know your place always come back to earth and be like wait a second this is my mom i can't talk to her like this you know so obviously as she gets older she'll learn that and you know there's certain times where i feel like i might have said something that was a little too harsh to her she's a very sensitive soul so i have to really make sure and i i'm i'm aggressive when i talk sometimes well mostly all the time <laughs> um i'm really working on my tone so that's something that you know i have a lot of mom guilt about um even with you know my baby sometimes you know he wants to play or you know he's he has a lot of energy you know he's he's moving around a lot he's getting into everything and i have to make sure i don't get frustrated and it's okay to get frustrated but i gotta make sure i don't get frustrated to the point where like i yell at him why why would i yell at him he doesn't understand you know he understands my tone when i say no don't do that then he starts crying because he knows i don't i want to do this like why aren't you letting me you know he doesn't understand that but it's good to use different tones with you know your kids so that they understand you know what's right and what's wrong um you know smiling is a good way to show them that you're happy and stuff like that so you know there's so many different things um you know to learn and they all go through different phases um all the time every couple months or every month or sometimes every week you know so if you're someone that's struggling you know um trying to figure out if you're doing a good job you're doing a good job if your kids are fed you have a roof over their heads and you have them in you know decent clothes or just clothes in general you're good you know you're good it's okay it's okay to just take a breather you know if you have a good support system take some time for yourself you know have have that time have that mommy time you know i was talking to somebody and they told me that you know they they don't they hardly get any mommy time and um i felt for her you know because i'm like like i can i i can get that time you know if i tell my husband okay i'm gonna just step out i'm feeling really overwhelmed today he knows what i'm dealing with He's a very calm, cool, collective guy. He can kind of just 
and go with the flow. I can go with the flow as well, but when my anxiety hits, I can't. And I just need like a second to breathe. And um, he totally understands that. And he gives me my space all the time. Um, and it's great. You know, I have that support. I definitely have that support from my spouse. And um, if you are someone who has that support, definitely take advantage of it. Because as long as your partner understands what you're going through, you can kind of, you know, you guys have a conversation about it and, you know, work from there. If you're someone that doesn't have a support system, I feel for you, you know, um, try your best, you know, when the kids are sleeping at least to um, get that time to yourself, you know, step outside, take a breather if you need, if, you, if you're a smoker, you know, take, take that time for yourself, take that time, whatever it is that you need to do, take the time for yourself um when they're when the kids are sleeping or you know if the kids are at school or you know just just stuff like that you know it's 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 always like as a mom you're like no but i gotta do this i gotta do that i gotta do this i gotta do that um sometimes you just gotta sit down and just stare at the wall for a sec you know (laughs) just stare at your wall and just not think of a thing it could be for five minutes it could be for 10 minutes even if you need half an hour do it for yourself it's important self-care is so so important as a mom and i'm only now learning that it took me so long to realize that for myself and i've been i was suffocating myself and just making sure everybody else was good and i wasn't taking care of myself so then when i lash out it's like what the hell's wrong with her you know so it's really really important to take that time for yourself i can't stress it enough um I don't know if I covered everything with, you know, motherhood. There's so much things to talk about. Um, But another thing that I I wanted to, you know, bring up, and I think I brought this up in, I think, either the first or second episode, is body image and, you know, how you feel in your own skin. You know, you have all these, like, new stretch marks and loose skin and, you know, you have a pudge now and, you know, your hair might be falling out or, you know, you might be breaking out, um, you know, you might get like adult acne or something and you're like, what the hell is going on? Why is this happening to me? And honestly, that's where the self-care comes in. And it's like, okay, recognize those things about yourself. What can you do about it? You know, what can you do to help yourself feel good about yourself? If you're not someone that works out, you know, that's okay. Maybe, maybe you're into yoga or maybe you just need to take a walk. Whatever form of exercise you're comfortable with, do it know um and for me i was so obsessed with losing weight because i'm very very small and i can't explain that not everyone's gonna understand this but you know i was i was very very small before and i put on a a amount of weight that i am still trying to get comfortable with um because of my height um i can actually feel the weight on me mind you to to, uh, in comparison i'm still very very tiny to others like people be like oh you had two kids like you don't even look like you had two kids but to me i feel like i had two kids i can feel it (laughs) so um that's something i'm definitely working on within myself and i'm really really learning how to like appreciate my body so much more now because you know it's it's my body i i have to appreciate i have to love it you know um, and eventually I'll get there when it comes to the working out and I'm taking my time before I was rushing, rushing, rushing the minute, the, like w- within like what, like, I guess it, it's like a month. They kind of give you the okay. As long as everything's okay. Postpartum, you get the okay to work out. That's what I was doing. Why? Why was I doing that? Well, what am I proving to some, what, what, what do I have to prove? You know, 
I need to take my time with my body. My body needs time to heal. Like, you don't heal from a pregnancy right off the bat. I'm still healing, and that's okay. And I'm learning to accept that now, you know? And if you're listening to this and you're in the same boat as me, learn to accept your body, you know? Learn to accept what you look like. Learn to accept, like, who you are. And just learn to love the new body that you're in. Because every pregnancy, you're, you, have a, you, you, have, you shed like a whole new body, <laughs> you know? Um, so it's de- definitely important to, you know, recognize that. And if you're struggling to recognize that, you know, keep listening to me. <laughs> um, listen, listen to my podcast and listen to what I have to say. Because I'm definitely, I've definitely gone through at least, at least one out of the 10 things that you're probably going through right now. And I'm hoping that, you know, the things that I'm saying can help you, you know. So um, I'm pretty sure there's so many other things I can talk about when it comes to motherhood. But I just need to go on a rant to you guys about you know, just certain things that I was dealing with, um, postpartum and just currently, you know, my kids are great. Um, they're growing really well and preparing for their birthdays. My birthday's next week. So it's really exciting for me. Um, but then their birthdays are, um, pretty much a month, like exact, almost a month after mine, um, when it comes to the date as well. So, um, yeah, I'm just preparing for that and I'm really excited about it, you know, um and yeah i'm really learning their personalities and it's it's just it's so cool to see them interact with each other too um i just just sit there and smile at them sometimes and i'm like man i got two kids now like it's so surreal to me um i never imagined myself with a family so it's so cool to have one now to have my own little family um so i'm really just so grateful for everything that i've gone through so that way i you know i learned from them and now i can just teach my kids the things that i'm learning along the way when they get older you know so i'll leave it at that um i hope that this episode was helpful for you or to you i should say i hope that you got something out of it and i hope that you guys have an amazing amazing week um and i will talk to you guys very very soon